Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Talks with Joe podcast. And today I have a guest with me. Her name is Anne. And then um, I'm ho- I brought her on the show because I want to talk. I wanted her to talk about her Reiki experience that she received from me. So I'm excited to have her on. So, Anne, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, my name is Anne. And um, I actually met Joe because we were um, we were just messaging on Instagram and I had been listening to your podcast for a bit and had been feeling like I needed Reiki. And then all of a sudden you had an episode that talked about it. And really, I think everything kind of just took off from there. So I'm excited to talk about my experience because I thought it was really impactful. Oh, yeah. So like what kind of inspired you to get um, your first Reiki session or like made you think about getting Reiki? Yeah, you know, I, you know, like many of us over the pandemic, I just kind of knew I was feeling like I was in a bit of a funk. And um I'm, I'm the kind of person, you know, I, I have a counseling background. I listen to a lot of self-help. I'm into self-development. And so I was in this funk in doing, you know, all the right things, quote unquote. And, um, and I still felt like some resistance. And so I, I was like, huh, what haven't I tried? I tried to do the gratitudes thing. I tried Mm -hmm. to do listening to inspirational people and, I honestly felt like if I were to reach for anything, it wasn't, I wasn't on the right vibe to journal yet, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't on the right vibe for me to listen and be inspired. And so um, I actually knew that I carry stress in my body too. So I was looking at massages initially. Mm-hmm. And then um, on one of the spa menus was Reiki. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I learned about spas providing Reiki. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then I started reading that description. And so I knew, um, as, as January and February were happening, that's when resolutions come around. That's when you have aspirations again. And I, I made a resolution list uh, of things that I was going to do for myself to really like mm-hmm. pursue my health again and my joy and, um, you know, I had been going to therapy. I knew I was carrying stress in my body. So I, I scheduled a massage and then I had it on my mind. I'm like, I'm going to do a Reiki session too, because I think this is energy. Mm-hmm. And what do I have to lose? Yeah. <laughs> and just at that point, I, I had a friend who on her Insta story posted her crystals so then I was spending the next like four weeks crystal shopping <laughs> and that gets out of hand really, really. It does. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Like I, I have so many stones just because like, oh, I'm drawn to this today. <laughs> yeah. So I, I had a solid few weeks where all I was doing was on Instagram lives buying crystals (laughs) and so I was already starting to to really feel the difference between like Mm -hmm. energies and intentions and all of that differently than I had experienced it before yeah that makes sense and (laughs) that's kind of like you kind of discovering something new and unknown and then like you feel it in your body that it's 
shifting you and slowly getting you out of that funk. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And what it sounds like. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. So um, why did you pick me to um, do Reiki on you? Of all, like you could have got it done at the spa or... And then we also live in completely different places. Like, yeah, Anne lives in Minnesota <laughs> and I'm in Vegas. So obviously we had to do this virtually. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, um, it was getting to that point where I had, you know, all my new crystals. I was paying attention <laughs> to energies, um, really starting to set intentions and paying attention to what I was attracting because mm-hmm. I was in such a dark place. And, and honestly, ultimately what I knew was I was, uh, not in a good place, particularly because I was, uh, in a job that wasn't great. And I think it started to like bleed into the other areas of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't in a position to leave that yet. So I was really trying to find, alternative solutions um to the root solution I knew like Mm -hmm. needed to happen and um and I'm I'm a strong proponent of synchronicity and so yes I had had already decided I wanted to do Reiki and I'm listening to a podcast and this girl is talking (laughs) about it and at the end of that episode you said oh and DM me if, if you like a session. And I was like, no kidding. This week, I just wrote that I wanted to do this. I met you randomly because we both have podcasts. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to shoot my shot. You know, I think, um, and I think there's something to be said about like, I know you're Vietnamese. I know you're Asian. I know <laughs> you're like almost the same age. Like there were so many different things that I, I vibed with already because, mm-hmm. you know, it can be intimidating to, to get a new practice or mm-hmm. to um, try something so foreign or so different. Yeah. And, and I think any of those typical barriers, I didn't feel like I had because one, I felt like I knew you. I was listening to episodes. <laughs> you brought it up the week I wrote about it. And yeah. I was like, this is this is the type of stuff that happens in the universe that like you just you just go with it. Yes. Oh my gosh. The flow was like right there. Totally. And I I'm such a strong believer in like when the, the person is ready, then it just comes into your life. So oh, then yes. it's that day in the car, it felt like you just came into my life and I, I like DM'd you right away. <laughs> just heard you say this. <laughs> you free? I'm interested. What's your rate? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I love yeah. that. And I'm so happy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It makes a difference. Yeah. Um, you know, Minnesota in the tundra while you're in Vegas, you know, like <laughs> how... Know how would we otherwise be bridged like this? It's yeah. Just- like what are the odds? <laughs> like, for- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, when I saw, cause I saw you originally, you were featured on, um, on the Instagram feed of like Asian boss girl. Yeah. And then I was like reading the description and then saying that you just started a podcast. You was like, Oh, so did I, I'm going to follow. <laughs> So yes. it's crazy oh how gosh. like it turned out that way. So it makes me right. So and that was months before we yeah. ended up doing that. So like I don't know, just the the order in which it all happens. You're mm-hmm. like, huh? 
like you never would have thought yeah and no such thing as coincidences that's what I always say (laughs) so what stood out about your session Mm. um one I'll say this I'm one of those people who has always had a hard time meditating and I I'm pretty anxious and so I I kind of avoid meditating because then, you know, negativity comes up and, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I just don't want to go there. Uh, and so um, one of the things that stood out was it was a very long meditation for me. It felt like a long time. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and what I realized, though, was when I stayed through the negative thoughts, didn't let that kick me out of meditation, mm-hmm. um, good thoughts came. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, but you have to kind of sit through the muck first. Yeah, you kind of have to sit through the uncomfort. Yeah. And, and two, um, what you said at the end, you're like, I keep hearing this. And that was what my therapist and I had been working on. And so I, I felt like there and I didn't tell you that was the problem. So, (laughs) so it, it showed like there was consistency in, what mentally I was working on mm-hmm. and energetically what you knew I needed to work on. Yeah. And I thought that was crazy. I was like, <laughs> dang, my therapist and I are talking about this right now. <laughs> right. Um, and, and so, yeah, it was just confirmation. Like, no, this is the root problem. Like this mm-hmm. is what you need to fix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, can you describe your state of mind prior to the session and how it changed after the session? Um, I was nervous. I, remember, <laughs> I think I told you, I was like, I'm sweaty. I'm sweaty. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, cause you never know, you yeah. know, and, but there was something I think intuitively in me that I was like, I'm, I'm going to do something that this is, this is going to change it. I don't know. I, I kind of like felt like it was something big. Um, and so my state of mind was like anxious, excited, uh, curious, you know, all of those things. And then I remember, uh, you told me to pick a crystal or two and then I was like, okay. And then when I picked them up, they like felt chargy. (laughs) Chargy. (laughs) Like I picked it up and I was like, whoa, like it, it picked me like yeah I in my head wanted to pick up a different one and then I ended up getting the the one that I did and yeah so that was really interesting too and then at the end it was like wow I think we just did something at the end of it you know yeah we're like I knew my therapy sessions were affected to a certain extent and I knew my gratitudes were affected to a certain extent. At the end of it, I was like, no, I really think she unblocked some of the energy that I felt heavy with. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, you just feel your funk. Like, yeah, you I'm, do I'm very, very intuitive. So I mm. could feel what I was feeling and how I was projecting that into the world, perpetuating yeah. the state I was in. Yeah. And plus like when you're like in a funk, you feel like there's something just heavy weighing onto you or at least that's how I feel when yes. like I'm in some type of like you know funk or like yeah. state of stuckness or loss where you just don't know what to do mm-hmm. yeah and then Reiki really like 
clears that especially I was just telling you before this <laughs> like how like I'm like starting school soon and then um I had no idea like I I have been having trouble sleeping for like two weeks like I literally cannot sleep and then um last night I finally like okay just do Reiki on yourself see what comes up and then when as soon as I t- put my hands on my head I started bawling my oh. eyes out and I just like um hearing all these truth bombs I was like yeah you're right I've been suppressing it <laughs> I've been so anxious that I didn't want to think about it mm-hmm. so like Reiki really like helps um alleviate all that weight and then you kind of feel a little bit lighter afterwards so that's what I hope that you felt <laughs> yes for sure I remember feeling so much tightness and heaviness in my chest and my throat and I knew why because I was like I'm withholding things I I remember having a lot to say and biting my tongue all the time and mm-hmm. then getting mad that I was doing that in certain situations yeah um, I wasn't speaking up and you know at the time I, I like had started a podcast a couple months earlier and I felt like my vocal cords were clipped. Like there was so much mm-hmm. congestion in like my chest and my throat and stuff like that. So I, I remember going like, this is different than, you know, what therapy could do. This is different than what journaling was going to do. For oh me. yeah. And you know, it's like, it complements each other too. Like you, yeah. you you need all of that. <laughs> you do. You do. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So even if it was like a virtual session, like, um, how did you feel any sensations during the session? Yeah. Um, that was the one thing that I was like, gosh, I'm, I'm curious what one in person would feel like because, cause we were really virtual. Um, so I, I remember feeling at one point my pulse in my throat. <laughs> it was like further deep yeah. into the session. Um, and I'm like, oh, this is, do we usually feel our heartbeat in here? <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really odd. And then I remember feeling um, like really calm and then just hot randomly, like, in certain areas so my hands were hot or Mm -hmm. or I'm like oh I don't know did I hold my crystal too hard I don't know what's going on here but those were the two sensations I could definitely feel and it it kind of correlated with what I was seeing too you know I saw what did I see I saw water because that's where I like to be Mm -hmm. I'm an empath so you know water is like really magical for 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 people who feel heavily yeah um and then I I also saw like it was really weird I I remember seeing like myself outside of my body and then like light white light oh that's coming down yeah Yeah. I remember you telling me that (laughs) yeah and I was like what am I looking at it almost okay this is really weird a weird reference but it almost looked like um it almost reminded me of like a scene in like one of the later Harry Potter movies where like was it that last one where he just ended up in like the white space yes yeah that one (laughs) right I I like remember kind of almost watching that 
like a, a movie just kind yes, of yes like I love that. there that's how like, it okay. usually is for me when I do Reiki on people it's like oh I'm like watching something unfold yes yeah <laughs> so I was like hmm this is this is bizarre but also um it oddly made sense too you know yeah yeah Oh, I love how you got like visions too, because, you know, it's different than for everyone. And I am a firm believer in everyone is psychic. It's like, it Mm -hmm. depends on how in tune you are. And then um, there's a lot of people who do get messages, but then you're just like, oh, that's just crazy. I just made that up when you could just really just trust whatever comes up first. Like you're usually the first thought that comes into your mind is probably like some kind of message, especially during um, spiritual sessions and practices. It's just like, oh, that just came up. And then it's like rooted in love too. It's nothing like, um, cause you could feel in your body when it's causing anxiety or fear. That's when you know that the ego is talking versus mm-hmm. intuition. It's just calmness. Like how you were talking about like, oh, I'm just, yeah, it all made sense. And that's like your intuition. That's so interesting that you say that because yeah, I think you're right. If if we like think about even just decisions that we make mm-hmm. or or why I avoid meditation, um, I think it's because my ego is the loudest and I don't oh, it's so loud. <laughs> yeah, like you don't want to give her landscape. Um, yeah. <laughs> And so usually I'm like, I'm out of here. I'm going to go busy myself so I can't hear it Mm -hmm. or distract myself so that I'm not paying attention to that message. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Sticking through the meditation, then all of a sudden the vision came, the messages came or like the, the, the positive feeling for meditation. Mm -hmm. And usually the ego is like a lot of it is like your mind making things up too so Mm -hmm. then like during meditation the goal is to um observe be the observer of your own thoughts so like if some kind of like my ego is super loud too (laughs) oh you're never gonna make it through school oh like you know like stupid things like that and then so like during meditation you're just like um it's you just see that as a little child being scared that they're not that they're gonna fail and then um so the intuition comes in and say and kind of comforts that so in the way you're kind of comforting yourself yeah that's like the relationship you have with yourself too mm-hmm. tending to all parts <laughs> yes oh that makes so much sense yes yeah um so what would you tell others who may be nervous about getting um Reiki done for the first time yeah, I would say to um, to be as open minded as you can, because, mm-hmm. you know, our minds are pretty powerful so that um, if you go in with it going, well, I'm either skeptical or I don't believe this, then um, you might rip onto the experience in a way that prevents it from being as effective as it needs to be. Yeah. You know, we do this to ourselves all the time, right? Yeah. Like, you go through an experience or if you walk into a date and say, this date's going to suck, then <laughs> yeah, somehow, then it's going to suck. <laughs> going to suck so like if you're going to try it out really give it an honest effort to go this is what I'm hoping for it yeah I'm I'm gonna just let go and let it be what it's gonna be oh, and pay attention yeah. to what's happening 
happening. Yeah, yeah I think that. I that. Yeah, and then do it's um, it's to really trust how you feel. Like I, I wouldn't. I'd say if you were gravitating towards it or curious about it, there's a reason why. Yeah. Find out and know that there's something that you can walk out with. Yeah. Whether or not you can tell right away. I I think one thing about our session was I left that knowing we did something today, but I'm going to pay attention the next three months to see what happened. Yes. I knew, I knew the next day I was going to wake up and be still like impatient mm-hmm. or still frustrated with the things I was frustrated about. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't think um, you fixed it all for me. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's really important. And, and I know that just from my work um, mm-hmm. in career counseling, like when I worked with someone after that session, the next day is going to look the same, but the three months out will not. Yeah. And, and so um, that, that's the other thing I would say, uh, be open-minded with, with mm-hmm. how you're feeling right after. And then, and then how you'll feel three months later, because yeah. A lot more time than we give it. Yeah, it's true. And plus, yeah. it's like up to you to decide to make the changes. It's just like you could go to any Reiki practitioner and they cannot like solve all your problems or fix you. Or like same in therapy, like a therapist cannot just fix you. You have to do the work and right. to make progress and grow on your own. They're just, you know, they're just helping you on your journey. Right. Exactly. Yeah. exactly so so yeah that's what I would say be as open-minded as you can and um be really receptive of whatever comes up whether it's a message or a feeling or something you saw yeah and trust it (laughs) yes I think the biggest way we get in our way is to not trust ourselves yes sometimes we are like the biggest what's that quote um don't be the person that's like you're in your own way like you're the biggest yeah. person in your own way something like yeah. that <laughs> 100% in in my work too when I meet with people I'm like you want to say it's circumstantial or you want to say it's the world or you don't want to blame it on somebody but 100% a lot of the time it's us in our way yes yeah yes so um I kind of want to talk a little because I wanted to ask I was curious like yeah. What inspired you to start your podcast? Because that kind of like initiated us <laughs> like connecting. Oh my gosh. And um, I'll, I'll say this. I, uh, I've always been really creative and I've always been into public speaking. So like I have a counseling background. Before that, I was a teacher. Before mm-hmm. that, I was a youth leader and for all of those things I remember all of a sudden um the first time I like spoke to a crowd it made me really nervous but also it gave me this high like (laughs) it was really interesting and I I was really young at the time I think I was like 17 or 18 and I was like speaking publicly the first time I was intimidated by it <clears throat> never loved doing speeches at school or anything like that yeah, same yeah. <laughs> not my but this was like a message I cared about and something I was excited about so I spoke publicly and everyone paid attention I almost felt like 
it was one of those things where I blacked out. And then at the end, everyone was like, that was really good. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, and the the only way to describe that is like when you're in flow Mm -hmm. or when you're doing something that's a gift of yours, it's easy. It's efficient. You're consistent. Yes. There you do your thing. And you're like, how did that go? I wasn't even thinking about it. Like, Yeah. yeah. And, um, I was always like that. And so in my job, I started a year or two ago in my job, I started not getting the chance to do that. And it correlated with the pandemic as well. So like career stuff and pandemic. And then, um, the, the, the way that I named it was there was a little five-year-old girl who was like, Hey, I know you, you're the girl with the mic. Like you're, you're the one that talks in the microphone. And, and I named it that because I was really missing giving a message. Oh my gosh. So that's where the name came from. Yes. yes. (laughs) So, so I wanted to revive that girl with the mic because I came alive. It's a gift to like share messages. Yeah. and I wanted to continue that even if we weren't gathering in person. Oh, yeah. I, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what inspired the podcast. And um, I actually had a different friend who created hers first. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was on her podcast and I thought that was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people gave her really good feedback on the episode I was on. So uh, then I was like, "Oh, maybe I'll do mine." And then, and then I did mine. But I will be really honest; it's kind of been rickety because I'm consistent with it for a bit, and then life goes crazy, and I'm like dead air. And yeah. <laughs> back. My dream is to hopefully in a year or two be really consistent with it and uh. be able to to really pour into it like a hundred percent of, of what you would get if I was to speak in public in person, you know? Yeah. I I want it to be a platform. So the girl with the mic can still share her, her thoughts and her messages and resonate with people and things like that. Oh my gosh. Ah, That's so beautiful. I love that. That was such a fun question. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of blew this. I didn't even have this written down. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna ask anyway. Yeah, so okay. So where can people find your amazing podcasts? Anywhere that you love to listen to podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, all of all of those uh different uh avenues. So wherever your favorite podcast comes from. I'm, I'm on there and it's called Girl with the Mic. And I talk about, I, I do a little bit of storytelling. I, I talk to others about certain things that, um, like the rich parts of our lives, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and the reason why it's angled that way, it's because it's supposed to penetrate all the fakeness that happens in social media. Ah, yes. It's supposed to be about the real ass stuff we're experiencing in life and going through. (laughs) No matter what it looks like optically, Mm -hmm. we're all struggling. We're all, you know, there's beauty in it though. And I think we've over filtered our lives that that it seems like the throwaway parts of it, but actually that's the rich parts. So, <laughs> so I want to get gritty. I want to talk about the the stuff that goes wrong. 
wrong. Yes. And, um, and yeah, so it's hopefully vulnerable. It's hopefully good. And um, I'm not totally consistent with it, but visit, visit the episodes that I've got. And um, I'm hoping to continue to grow it over time. Yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, and you and me are like similar in ways that I, I started because I kind of wanted to share like my own stories too, even though it's yeah. like super sad and it makes people uncomfortable, but, <laughs> but it's good but to put it out there anyways. Yeah. I think there, there needs to be spaces like that more so now than ever before Mm -hmm. because it's not so widely published anymore yeah and it makes people feel like they're not alone and you know the less people talk about these things the more people feel like they're very alone and then seeing what people are posting on social media they're only showing you um what they want you to see like happening in their lives Absolutely. And just imagine when we were a lot younger, like 10 years ago, if I was looking at all these perfect posts of life and experience and then knowing what really is going on in my life, like Mm -hmm. that's so discouraging. Yeah. Yeah. So it's important that, you know, podcasts like yours and mine exist so that people can go, oh yeah, outside of that real, real life is actually happening and it's not as cute (laughs) (laughs) yeah 100% not as cute but so important because you know I think those defining hardships make us way way more vivid of human beings yeah yeah so one last question like um since the Reiki session have you engaged with other spiritual practices since then Ooh, that's a good question. Well, I will say this. Um, We knew I was going to leave my job at some point and we didn't know when. And uh, I would say I ultimately did that a month and a half after that Reiki session. So so I do feel like that that was a catalyst. Um, And you know what was bizarre? I don't know if I told you why I left my job, but I had spoken up so like yeah your throat chakra (laughs) yes so the very thing in the very area that I was blocked in was my self-expression and the growth of my couldn't talk you know like that was that was like the clear problem yeah um a month and a half later I spoke up I wrote my experience out on LinkedIn about about what it was like to be Asian and the hardship about um, API hate. I was like really fed up about it. I put it on my LinkedIn. Um, so so really we unclogged it and that was the thing that freed me because oh what God. happened was then the place that I worked told me to censor it because of its political views. And How is that political though? <laughs> I have made some statements. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, and I cussed. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 so they they reached out and they said we'll we'll need you to censor this because of who might read it and and it's mm-hmm. because you represent the school and I was like, wait, this is truly how I feel about API hate, mm-hmm. um, but you want me to prioritize how the community feels right now yeah and Uh. because they they were saying it's because I represented the school or this is 
this is because of your affiliation to it. I was like, we'll tell you what I quit. (laughs) Oh my God. So it really came full circle because the thing that was blocked, we unblocked a month and a half and a month and a half later, I spoke up finally. And this was the first thing I hadn't had podcast episodes. I wasn't posting on my Instagram, which was unusual. Didn't post on my LinkedIn. This was the first thing that I wrote in flow and like put out there. And then I quit over it. And so it, it was bizarre. Isn't that crazy? That That was the door that ultimately freed me. And it also freed me in a way where I was like, I'm standing my ground. Like I wrote this in flow. Yeah. Most authentic me. And if you couldn't stand behind it. Yeah, exactly. And not like you were like talking about the school in any way. It was just truly like what you're experiencing in the moment. So you have every right to speak about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, I read it a gajillion times to be like, you'd really have to try to be offended by this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anyone can speak on this. I didn't think anyone could be offended because of it, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. And um, even at the bottom, I was like, uh, I'm not sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> I even wrote that in it. Yeah. Um, and so ultimately that was the thing that freed me. Oh my gosh. From, from the actual like state that I was in. So, um, gosh, how did I even get to that story? Oh my God. No, I'm glad you saw it. Let's connect on LinkedIn. Oh my gosh. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. Find me on LinkedIn and, um, and yeah, so I really did speak up. I really did stand my ground mm-hmm. and it really, uh, energetically reflected the way that I held myself back before. You know, like it's just so bizarre how, how it all happened. Um, But Mm -hmm. I'm forgetting what question you. Oh, I was just like wondering if you engage in any other spiritual practices (laughs) since then. I like that story. So I'm I'm going to. (laughs) Yeah. So I I shared that to say it worked. Mm -hmm. Not on my timing. Yeah. Not, Not when I felt like really boxed in by it. It worked. Mm-hmm. Um, I still am very good to my crystals. I really do pay attention to the energy that it brings in. And then the thing that you told me at the end of my session was boundaries would set me free. And as an empath, the biggest hurdle is to create boundaries. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, I had this tendency of channeling everyone else. Yeah. And then wanting to fix everyone else. And then, you know, all, yeah, all, yeah. Of, all the empath things, uh, all the messy. I get it too. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I have gotten um, really keen on, on making sure I respect my boundaries. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, if you don't respect them, no one will. You teach everyone to not respect them. So yeah. so it's been hard to, but uh, spiritually, it's my crystals. Um, and then what your crystals help with is what you allow in. Mm-hmm. And then relationship-wise, 
And then because I was conjuring so much positivity, like the job couldn't stay if it wanted to, right? The mm-hmm. relationships that weren't healthy for me couldn't stay either. Yeah. And slowly start to climb the the vibration ladder. Oh, I, I like that. I've never heard it yeah. that way before. <laughs> yeah, climb up it and then and then the low vibrating things can't touch you anymore. Yeah. Uh, yes snaps to that what you're sinking with yeah (laughs) and spiritually I I pay heavy heavy attention to to um what what's vibing with where I'm at and what Mm -hmm. I want to vibe with and who with and and when that energy isn't matched what I do with that yeah it's like you're being very intentional with everything which is amazing. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And it's not to say I won't hit a low again, but this has been the, the climb from my rock bottom, which was when I reached out to you. I'm so glad. Well, thank you. And for joining us today on talk show, is there any last um, messages you want to share with the audience? Oh my gosh. Uh, Any last things I would say, um, pay attention to what's calling out to you because mm. the good things they're like tapping on you for attention yeah <laughs> yeah and and Reiki was one of them that like when I was ready it was like so readily available to me yeah yeah oh. and the universe wants good for you so yeah to what's out there and what's calling your name because our minds will not drive us in positive directions yeah 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 uh. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I love that. And I appreciate you so much for coming on to the show. And um, you guys should check out Anne's podcast. I'm going to leave it in the show, leave the link in the show notes. So go check that out. And thank you guys for listening. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye.